0: Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Americana legend Mary Chapin Carpenter performs live at Wolf Trap in Vienna, Virginia on Saturday night. We spoke in 2020 about her pandemic livestream concert from Wolf Trap, breaking down her country hits like I Feel Lucky, Passionate Kisses, and Down at the Twist and Shout, which was inspired by cutting her teeth on the DC music scene.
1: It's nice to speak with you, Jason. Thank you
0: been a crazy year with
2: artists really haven't been able to tour hardly at all. Um, How did this thing come about to to do it at Wolf Trap, uh, stand on stage alone with no crowd and (laughs) stream it everywhere?
1: Well, I think you've probably seen other artists um, doing uh, live streams and and, uh, creating concert content, if you will, and and posting it. And so I had started doing uh, like one song a week uh uh posting it to social media and um after gosh now it's been 50 episodes, almost 50 episodes of doing that since march the idea of doing a full concert more than just you know one song at a time uh was pretty appealing and wolf trap being sort of my hometown stage if you will um they were absolutely fantastic when we reached out to them to see if it would be something that we could do there, and so it means a lot to me, after all these years of playing Wolf Trap every summer, nearly every summer, uh, to to be on that stage and and doing it actually um, the weekend of Thanksgiving, it felt like it felt like a, a a way to just kind of feel a little closer to everybody.
2: Yeah, I, I love the idea. Yes, it'll be a nice way. Yeah. You know, the holidays will be here. Um is what are we going to hear is is it going to be any holiday tunes or you know your your greatest hits or a mix of both or what do we got
1: Well I have it, writing the set list is probably the, the one of the hardest parts of it just because um you know I've got a few albums to to pull from and so <laughs> I just decided to start from the first record and pull from that and then go all the way to the most recent record which came out in August um so it's it's really everything from the first time I started recording to the most recent
2: recording. Awesome. And then, uh, a- as you mentioned, you know, you have D.C. you know, roots and ties here. Um, Reminder listeners how that happened. You know, I know you were born in New Jersey and lived in Japan briefly, but what age were you when, when you moved to D.C.? And, you know, where, where in the city did you live?
1: I was 15 years old when uh, my family arrived in D.C. Um, and I have lived I, – I, I've said this <laughs> – I've lived all around the Beltway. <laughs> um and and or have made my way around the beltway uh over the years and um it's just been, you know, my home ever since I was a teenager. So,
2: um
1: it really is my hometown in that regard.
2: Awesome. Is it true that you did some open mic nights over in, in Cleveland Park?
1: Oh yeah. Um there was there used to be a bar on Connecticut Avenue called Gallagher's Pub and that was the first I think it's now called Nanny O'Brien's, but that was the the first place I ever got a a job playing music, um, and that was the first place I ever went to an open mic on Sunday nights, and um, it was really a, a great way to to meet other musicians and to 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 sort of work out the the kinks of a song. And, and um, one night, I I don't know, I just got brave and I asked the owner if they would uh give me a job playing during the week and and uh she said yes thankfully to me and so uh, that was the first place i ever got a job playing music
2: that's so cool yeah our, our uh, radio stations actually located right around that general area um that's it, right that's right Yep. Yeah, yeah well we just moved up to friendship heights like a year or two ago but yeah it's all in the general same area um not too far away yeah yeah you yeah see your your music still echoing around there i'm sure <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, fill the gap in for me then of how you, you know, you're playing open mic nights in 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 Cleveland Park area. How then do you get Nashville's attention or you know, did did you move there or you know, how did that whole record deal come about the first time?
1: Well, I it's it's far too complicated actually for the time that we have to talk but <laughs> but but just very briefly, um, you know, i played a bunch of different bars and clubs for a couple of years and then um, you know, I I was opening shows at the wonderful Birchmere uh, in Alexandria. And um, long story short, uh, somebody from Sony Music uh, in Nashville uh, was chatting with the owner of the Birchmere, and he mentioned my name, and the next thing I know, they were asking for a tape. And then after that, the next thing that happened was they gave me a record deal. And uh, it was I was about as shocked as a person could be. So... Um, and I had never been to Nashville. I didn't know Nashville, you know, if it hit me on the head. So, um, I mean, after all these years, it's, it's, uh, you know, country music takes many shapes and forms and, and personalities. And I've always, um, you know, been grateful for the, the opportunities that I got, uh, in sort of the, the, the commercial country music world. Um, and that has just been the great gift of my life. And, and, uh, I just i'm so glad i I still get to play music and and I intend to when this is all over
2: as well <laughs> awesome yeah i mean uh, I know a, a lot of us myself included you know i mean i we we grew up on your music um how do you I, I want to go into some some of the big ones I remember at least briefly um how did down at the twist and shout come to you did did you write that one?
1: I did yes, um, you know, I don't know if you recall um but there was. At a time, there was, um, in Bethesda, there was the Twist and Shout Club. And what it was was the the VFW hall that a local promoter would rent out on the weekends. And he would put local roots rock bands and, you know, rock and roll and Cajun bands and people who are coming through D.C. Um, he'd put them in there. And it was the kind of thing where you could go in and pay a couple of bucks and get your hand stamped like it was the your high school cafeteria where you'd go for a dance or something. Um, but you would open the Washington Post weekend section, and there would be a little, you know, ad for the Twist and Shout Club. And I remember going to see the great seminal Cajun band, Beau Soleil, there one weekend. And that's where the song came from.
2: Wow, I ha- listening to it all these years, I had no idea it ties to Bethesda. That's wild.
1: Absolutely, yep. <laughs> that made my
2: day. <laughs> um, all That's right, great. well, and then, so that was, I know that was in your third album, and, that, you know, you were a household name at that point. That that album, I think, is the one that really blew up. Um, and then, But then your fourth one, you just kept getting bigger. Um, how did I Feel Lucky come about? What, what You know, what inspired that one?
1: Well, that was a song I co-wrote with my pal Don Schlitz, and we were just sitting around one day, you know, hanging out and, and and playing music and trying to write songs, you know, seriously. <laughs> and uh I don't know, that song is the one we came out with that day. And um I mean to this to this day I can't believe that that it 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 has led me to so many different uh places. But um yeah, it's it's it was just something we 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 wrote for fun and it ended up being, you know, a, a, a commercial success.
2: I love it. All right, one more. Passionate Kisses. Uh what inspired that one? That was I mean, I feel like there were a lot of sort of those country songs that could have could have almost crossed over into pop that happened after that, but I think you kind of were, you know, on the edge there with that.
1: Well, Jason, that song was written by the great Lucinda Williams, and I was on tour with her in Australia um at the uh many years ago and she, that record was one of my favorite records of hers and and uh she'd play that song every night and every night i would play along with her and sing harmonies and tell her how much i loved the song and one night i think she just got tired of hearing it she said well why don't you just record that song and so i said okay i will and that's how it happened and uh you know it i i think the genre you know, wise, it, it doesn't really matter if it's, if you think of country or now, I think nowadays, Americana would probably be the most accurate way of describing her music and my own, and, um, in terms of, you know, what's out there now. Um, but it, do, it doesn't really matter, you know, what genre something springs from. If you connect to it, you connect to it. And to me, Passionate Kiss is the, when I'm, when I play it, uh, on tour for those three and a half or so minutes that I get to, as I say, inhabit that song. It's just a powerful, powerful anthem. And I'm so grateful that Lucinda gave me her blessing to record it.
2: That's so great. Yeah, I mean, all three of those songs we just mentioned, they you won uh, Grammys for Best Female Country Vocal Performance. And then I think you won it again, a fourth, one, fourth year in a row for Shut Up and Kiss Me. So um, when you're sitting there at the Grammys on, on the fourth year in a row and they call your name again, just tell me, you know, what, what runs through your mind? Are you like, man, I... I'm on a roll here.
1: <laughs> uh, I'll tell you, I mean, I think probably what ran through my mind was, are they serious? You know, I mean, it's just, uh, it was, it was truly, you know, an honor to, to receive those awards. But as you can imagine, I don't think anybody starts out playing music or pursuing their passion um, with an uh, an eye towards winning prizes or awards. It's, it's something that just, it's you do it because you just feel like you have to. And um it it to me I, I'm honored and grateful that those awards came my way and allowed me, you know, the opportunities that it has, but but in the end it's it's really just about connecting with music and and with people. And that's 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 what keeps me going, at least for myself.
2: Awesome, for sure. Well, we can't wait to check out the event.
1: I, I believe you can uh, you can buy a ticket at the Wolf Trap website, but you can also do that uh, through my website, too, marychapencarpenter.com.
2: All right, cool. Well, we look forward to it. Thank you,
1: Jason. I hope you stay well and have a happy Thanksgiving.
0: Thanks so much for listening to Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Our theme music is Scott Buckley's Clarion. Remember to give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time.